right, welcome to Straight from the Can. Uh, we it's the first time in like what two or three months now, I think. Well, since last year. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, so last, the time, theme... last time we recorded anything, I think, was December. Oh, December, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the first show of 2023, and uh, the theme for today is prison horror stories. So uh, I've got – Oh, up a dude, theme. Morgan, I thought you said prison horror stories. Well, there actually – there is a, a horror story involved in here. Uh, it's, it's really it really depends on the pronunciation. That's all right. I'm saying. I've, I've gotten these stories from ebombsworld.com, but there was a story oh, from another. <laughs> there's a story got from another website. This is a prison horror story. So a guy had a uh, colostomy bag, right? And uh, he started hey, renting out the hole that they they put inside of him to attach the colostomy bag as a, as for guys to use as a sexual outlet, and they paid for this privilege to. To fuck him in his colostomy hole. Uh, knowing full well that uh, they could get a bonus at any time if you catch my drift. Uh, that, 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 almost made, that almost made me a wretch. Yeah, dude. That, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to tell you. I, I like to, that. Way to way to fucking lead off on that shit, Morgan. Right, that's a Holy great one to fucking jump right. You, you, I, I, I almost barfed. I think I barfed a little bit in my mouth when he fucking you fucking said that. You guys know how that, dude. You guys know how resourceful they are in in the can, right? So you. I mean, yeah, I'd sooner just make a fifi personally. I don't want to fuck some guy's fucking hole in his fucking side. But you know, you know, it's kind of funny though. This this is a true story, everybody. Uh, I used to like when I was talking like not not shit talking but like fucking telling some like motherfucker you know or I'd say it when I was shit talking too but I'd tell people all the time you know I'll fucking stab you and fuck the wound <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah. this dude actually went as far enough to let somebody do it and then did it to him like that is and then not only somebody he was renting it out so obviously fucking half the block probably hit it well this is a testament to how some guys who are inside are, are mentally ill and do a lot of crazy shit uh, so the story goes, my cellmate was truly crazy and was tortured by hallucinations. One day he managed to gouge one of his eyes out with a fork at lunch in front of everyone and puncture the other eye with something uh, before the screws could get to him. He was screaming like a banshee when he ripped out the first one and threw it on the floor, and everyone just stared for shock, stared in shock, including the screws. At I'm first staring at like, shock right now. At first it looked like a skit or something. After the one was out, he went really quiet and pulled something from his waist and started rapidly stabbing the other eye with it. What happened to your eyes? Where am I going? We won't need eyes to see. I heard it pop. You know, Stephen King talks about the eye popping noise also. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Good. you'll never yeah. forget that. Sound, I've I've right? I've heard that on several occasions. Not not actually heard an eyeball pop, but I've right. heard that that it it does. Pop. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen an yes. eyeball. Pop. I've seen I've seen a person splat before in prison. That was that uh, is a revenge. Some guys go for that revenge tactic. They put their thumbs in your eye sockets until yeah. your eyes pop. Yeah. Yeah. That is well, fucking. Well, uh, uh, I think they'll uh, doing that. They'll actually pop out before they'll actually explode. 
Oh, is that right? Well, yeah. it, goes, it goes around it your depends, finger. It depends on how you do it. Like, like you get in there, and then you kind of like, you know, go. If you gouge you or if you them. scoop or if you poke. Yeah. If you, you know poke, what I'm saying? Pop. Yeah. 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 Like you I'm wondering if they're as thick as like grapes. I wonder if, if it's like. Uh, I, yeah, dude, you never felt your eyeball before. Oh, damn. You ever felt your eyeball before? Like I'll do it right now. I don't want to push. I don't want to push my luck. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's about like a grape. It might be a little. No, it's about like a grape. Like one of the big purple ones. So I got another uh, story here. When I was 20 years old, I thought I wanted to be a correctional officer. One night I was sent uh. to work at the medical ward where each inmate had their own isolated cell where they were let out twice a day. That night I was going around with the nurse giving the inmates their medicine and we came to one inmate's cell. And as soon as we opened the door, I was not back. So this was by the smell of his cell. Actually, he, he said it was the most putrid smell I've ever smelled in my life. I've been on, I've been to the dump plenty of times in my life, and it was nothing in comparison to the smell this inmate had going on. Once we were done giving out the medicine, I went up to the office training me, officer training me, and asked him what was going on with that inmate and why he smelled so god awful. He said, "Oh, you met Grady." He shits and pisses himself on purpose. He never changes or showers, so he constantly lives in his own filth. I found out that he was raped once in prison, so he started shitting and pissing himself so he wouldn't be raped anymore. That sounds accurate. It's kind of like kind of like a skunk, dude, for uh, self-defense reasons, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it makes sense in a weird way. But if, if, he's in, if he's in solitary, though, he doesn't really need to worry about that anymore. If you no. get what I'm saying, like he doesn't. Need... All, all, all I'm saying is, I was in solitary, and uh, so I only got to go out. I got to go out to shower, and I had a bathroom in my in my cell, you know, so I could shit and and brush my teeth or whatever, whatever I wanted. Uh, this guy went from PCU to PU, I guess. So. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. So the next one is I was in Lawrenceville Penitentiary in Virginia from 2011 to 2014. From a penitentiary standpoint, it was quite accommodating. They had all the drugs, alcohol, cigs, <laughs> and cell phones you could ever dream of. I was probably as contraband, of course. I was working in the kitchen towards the middle of my bit, my uh, – says bit uh, making myself an egg sandwich one morning this young dude got into a dispute with a dude everybody knew was unk what do you know what that terminology means uh, unk uh well anyway who by the way was a super quiet guy who didn't mess with anyone they were apparently arguing over a cigarette when the young buck called unk a bitch 
grabbed an institutional can of green beans, baseball pitched it across the kitchen, and nailed Young Buck in the face. Unk ran over to Young Buck, picked the can back up, and beat him across the face with it. When he was done ripping Young Buck's face off with that can, he spit on him and said, that's not. That's what happens when you call a real man a bitch. That was the last time I ever called any man a bitch. <laughs> no, you don't. See, that's what I, I've been trying to tell some people. People uh, want to say, "No, a bitch ain't bad." No, a bitch is just as bad as punk. You don't. You don't. You don't call anyone either of those things, man. You shouldn't. Um, I don't like them. I don't. I don't say them. You know, which is kind of funny though, because uh, I am a fan of punk rock, and I have a lot of punk rock friends, and they're and they're punks. You know, they're punk. You know, and but in the prison world, and yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a very bad term. You know. Oh yeah, so, that's like one of the worst so, things you can say. Yeah. So I I don't know. So I I always kind of fucking never really quite understand how I just don't say it regardless. You know, unless I'm talking to a punk rock fan, like a fan of punk rock. Then I'll say, you know, you know what a punk is. It's, it's the, the, it's the same thing as a bitch. It's the person the guy who the gets you prostitutes and gets raped and yeah. sold yeah. for cigarettes. And that's the noise my make when that's the noise it makes when my dick hits the back of your mouth. Punk, punk, oh. punk, punk. Was that the origin of it? Was that the origin of the term? Uh, Most people who have never been in prison think that it's bitch. Um, the, the show Oz oh, no. called them prags. I don't think anyone's ever called them prags. No, prag. If you're called yeah. a punk, dude. No, 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 no. no yeah, no. You, you, if anyone calls you that, you have to, you have to do something about it. You have to. Yeah. You, um, so yeah. Bitch, but I'm telling you, bitch is another one. Like if someone calls you bitch, like you have to do something too. You can't, you can't let either of those slide. Yeah. You can't. Um, well, it's a situation where people can be so extremely petty that a word can really make that kind of impact. Well, right? it's only those two, really. Like, you can call anyone motherfucker, fucking asshole, piece but, of shit. But, uh, but words, words, words mean you know? things. But exactly. Word, words do have meaning, and they do have context. And what you allow people to call you, you're showing the rest of the world that you are that, and it's okay. It's or, okay to call or, me that. You know? or, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's okay to do it. And, yeah. and you can't do that. You, yeah. you can't. You can't be weak. No, you know? whether you're in there, or out in the streets, or in the at Anywhere. work, wherever. Yeah. If you won't stand up for yourself, no one will. No one will. Actually, I learned a new term Except this week. Except for maybe week. a you know superhero. Maybe the I flash. learned a new. There's a term that I learned this week. They use in British prisons. I don't know if they use it in America or not. But it's chomo, which means child oh, yeah, chomo. Master. Oh, oh yeah, chomo. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, no, chomo. We've been saying that since way back. Oh, okay, yeah, so that's yeah. one, too. Yeah, yeah, you definitely don't want to be called a chomo. Yeah, uh, uh, Ch Chester the molester or Chester the chomo. That's what, that's what we'd always call Chomos. Them. Yeah, chomo. Yeah. All right, so uh, this one goes, not me, but I spoke to a former inmate after his release who had developed severe PTSD from some of the things he witnessed while incarcerated. One of the stories was that he was playing cards with some guys, and one of them was smoking a cigarette. Another inmate who was not playing with them approached the table and asked the guy smoking if he could get shorts on the cigarette, and meaning that uh, before he finished smoking, he could give him like a few puffs of the butt. Uh, so the guy said that he would give it to him, but he forgot, 
And uh, so, well, the plate guy's playing cards, must have forgotten, finished, and finished the cigarette. A little while later, the other inmate came back to the table asking for the short, and the guy at the table told him that he had forgotten about it and finished the cigarette. Guy wanders off again, and they go back to playing cards. Shortly afterwards, the inmate who wanted shorts comes back to the table, comes up behind the player, pulls his head back, and starts shanking him in the eye and throat with a pen or pencil. Dude died over forgetting to give someone a damn cigarette butt. Well, see, that's the thing. When it comes to shanking, because a lot of people... They don't want to kill people. They want to fucking injure them and send a message. And sometimes that message is death. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, why did I find that so funny? Is that accurate? No, you're accurate. You're accurate. They don't necessarily want to kill them. They just want to send a message. And sometimes that message is death. <laughs> Well, one thing I, don't I know, know. They do want to kill. No, one, you're right. One, uh, one thing I know about violent criminals, they do not forgive and forget, man. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, no, if, no. If, if that dude was probably in there for life already, never getting out, and so he doesn't give a shit, you know? And that's the thing. Um, now, is it a bit extreme killing somebody over shorts? For sure, for sure. But, uh, yeah, but, but, but at, the, one, at the same time, though, you really shouldn't tell people things and then not follow through. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's that, is kind of the, that is kind that's of the moral story, you know. Uh, it's the same thing. Like I tell, my, I just told my, like I told my sixteen-year-old son yesterday. I had a conversation. So something happened the other day. We won't get into it. He was supposed to call me and tell me about it. Well, he never did, and he was like, "Oh, dad, I forgot." I'm like, "Check this out, son. You're sixteen years old now, dude. You're practically an adult. That I forgot shit don't work anymore." What, what, what would you think would happen if if I if I called up Francesca, the lady, the lady I edit for, the, the company said, and she and she because right now I just got done editing this promo. For the big gala event that's happening in June, right? It's very important that this got done. What? If, so she hits me up today and goes, "Hey, where's that promo?" Oh, I forgot. I forgot, Francesca. I'm sorry. You think that's gonna fly? You know, that's, like, that, that's a whole other show. Though. That's a whole other show. So same same type of thing. Like as an adult, you don't get the luxury of, "Oh, I forgot" anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like when you say something, I'm sorry. You have to remember. And you got to do it. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, that, and that's what it is. And cigarettes are such a huge part of the prison economy, too, you know? It ain't like that dude can just walk to the fucking 7-Eleven and get another pack or something, you know what I'm no. saying? Because they're like money, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like gold. It is. Yeah. It is. So like, can you, can you like, legitimately – no one's allowed to smoke in prison, right? Or, or how does it work? Well, it depends on where and, like, what state and what – now, in California, they used to – but then uh, Schwarzenegger ended that um, in California, yeah. which was a big shitstorm. Uh, and the reason was is because this guy was in there. He developed lung cancer, and he wasn't a smoker, so he got it from secondhand smoke. And he was couldn't a prison inmate. Couldn't and, had couldn't had anything to do with the lead paint in the prison. Oh, probably yeah, right. right, <laughs> probably, right, yeah. right, right. But anyway, that was the excuse. And so to protect those who, because they can't just go outside, they can't just go places. So to protect those who don't smoke. Um, he banned cigarettes uh, in uh, California, but there are plenty of other states do allow smoking, and you know, and so yes, you can in places. Uh, now, tobacco, like all other drugs and contraband, uh, it does get smuggled in in weird, fa- funny ways. You know, mail and 
you know, different things. You people smuggle them into visiting. But in all actuality, about seventy to eighty percent of all contraband is smuggled in by free staff yeah. uh, or, or correctional staff. Correctional right. staff is correctional staff. Free staff is everyone who works at the prison that isn't a correctional officer. So like, you know, secretaries and librarians and doctors people and, in the kitchen and shit you know the, the the cook the fucking uh the the um the the fucking community resource manager like the guy who i worked for when i was there him damien Renault, the chaplains the guys who work the the the, the priest you know yeah. those are all free staff Even even though a lot of guys are paid well, a lot of them, a lot of prisons are understaffed. Where they got one CO looking over like what hundreds of guys. And oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a fact. Like where I was last at, uh, I mean there was shit close to. I mean fuck, there'd be close to a thousand thousand guys on the yard. You know, close to. It was a couple hundred, couple hundred cell, or a couple. Well, not really. Uh, let's see. There were dorms, but there was like fucking like I don't know, like twenty. 20, 30 dorms, and each one of them had, like, 20 fucking people in them. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, uh, yeah, there'd be, like, so like there, there'd be, people. Is, it, is that all that is? Yeah, maybe 500 people. Yeah, I guess that's about it. The whole institution was was almost 2,000, and there was three yards, and the, and the number three yard was the big yard. That had the most. Right. Um, so, so, uh. So yeah, it was probably about yeah, probably, yeah, probably about five between four and six hundred somewhere right around that range probably. But still, there was only like maybe eight cops on the yard at any given time, unless something kicked off and the, and the alarms would sound. And then they well, would, the the, the, the big difference the big difference is they have guns and nobody else yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Well, they had this thing called the block gun. Okay, the block gun. Okay, I watched the block gun blow this dude's freaking ankle clean out. So there was this. Anyway, I've seen it hit fuck people up all the time but this one time there was this big indian old dude like 50 years old big old indian dude though and these other two were gonna go like, like casino indian no, or like no, liquor no, store no, indian no 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 like, uh, like oh casino indian yes yes casino indian uh anyway you know big old big old skin you know what i'm saying and uh these other two were gonna go go handle him right these two youngsters right. these two youngsters were gonna go handle him well kind of went the other way around for those two kids you know <laughs> It's all dude just fucking. Well, anyway, they shoot that block gun, dude, and it hits him like just above the ankle. And I'm telling you, it just blows it out completely, breaks the whole thing, blows it silent, boom, and he just hits the floor, foot like this, you know. I bet, I bet that felt great. Oh yeah, and what it does is it's a big gun. It almost, it almost looks like a grenade launcher looking thing almost at times. Uh, they got ones that are like shoot like bean bags and stuff and like the rifles and stuff, but this one and it shoots like a big square rubber block. <laughs> And when that thing fucking hits you, bro, it'll knock you down. Boom! <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a couple For of sure. short ones here about, like, horrific, violent incidents. Yeah. Uh, you ever, have you ever, we love quickies, Morgan. <laughs> you ever had uh, just, like, freshly boiled water hit any part of your body? You ever oh, yeah. experienced that? Yeah. Well, this guy, some guy got two full kettles of boiling water poured over his head. 
Last year, yeah. I had boiling water hit my foot, and it melted some of the skin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine oh, how horrible. That guy, must, that guy must have been a snitch. Yeah, he had to have. Now, now, if it's what I'm picturing, I've seen him in jails. I've seen him in prisons. Believe me, I've been in plenty of kitchens in many of instances. I've been in more than one institution. Let's just put it that way, okay? And I've seen plenty of kitchens. Those kettles that they use, you guys, are fucking huge. They're like five gallons each. Oh. No, no, they're huge, bro. They're like uh, uh, they're like two feet in diameter by like four feet tall. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. they're huge, dude. They're like fifty gallon fucking things, dude. Now, now I doubt they would have done that because if they poured a full one of those or two of those, dude would have died. Uh, so maybe it was just like a small, maybe like a coffee pot or like a smaller kettle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but still, either way. Either way, you're right. A couple drops of boiling water, it hurts. So, I mean, fuck, dude, we've all spilled. Come on. What, what, how many times you gone and got a cup of coffee from Star- from McDonald's or whatever, and that little foam thing back in the day, and you, in the car, and right here, on the, right here on your wrist, you're like, oh, you son of a bitch, you know? There was that famous yeah. case with a woman who had, like, searing hot McDonald's coffee in her fucking lap, and she drove over a bump and, and yep. seared her thighs and she got she like sued. millions of dollars yep. out of McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, so that can, that can damage it. Well, that's also because that's why if you look, all the lids now say caution hot. They, it was before it said that because there was no warning. Now there's a warning to prevent that. You, can, you can't sue them now. You're yeah, born. that's right. Yeah. Born. And also, but yeah, well, I mean, he must have gotten out of the way at a certain point because when you're when you experience extreme pain like that, like no matter how laid back you might be, suddenly you come to life and you fucking do everything you can to get the fuck out of the way. So, yeah, they probably didn't empty all the contents on his head, but they must have melted the skin off at least. Oh, it had to have melted. So, I mean, even if it was a, a cup's worth, you know, well, or, it, 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 or two it, it cups would, worth. It wouldn't melt. It would sear, but yeah. Now, do you guys know what an angle grinder is? Have you ever heard of that? Oh, yeah, I have yeah. one. What, what is it? Is that for, like, woodworking or something? Or? That's a power tool, actually. Uh, most people use it for metalworking. You can use it for woodworking also. Okay, so it says a convicted murderer explained how he killed, dismembered with an angle grinder, and then disposed of the body. Uh, yeah, you, you can get uh, wheels because basically all it is – is a uh, a drill at, at a 45 degree angle that you can put a disc on, so you can use it to sand or grind. So there there's one <clears throat> there's things that you could put on there that will uh, yeah you can get like wire metal. wire brush wheels or di- or diamond ones diamond little. ones yeah you you can get ones that are like big pieces of sandpaper that's on a wheel. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's actually a really versatile, useful tool. You could, yeah, you could fix a car and dismember a body really easily with one yeah, of those things. Yeah. No yeah. problem. Dismember so the you, body, put it in the trunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could, and it, it would actually be semi-clean if uh, if you had the right bit. You know what? It's not far off from the tool that, that you've seen it in movies, that, that, that little round, like, sharp tool that they use to cut through bones sometimes that spins. Yeah. It's that, but uh, bigger. It's like that, but bigger. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like a four inch blade, you have like a, a like a ten, twelve centimeter blade for those of yeah, you yeah, in yeah. Canada. Yeah, they get to like you know.
Now, do they have a guy in the kitchen, like a corrections officer, watching over everybody to make sure no one brings like a butcher knife back to their cell? No, not usually. Uh, there's free staff there. That's the cook. There's always a cook on duty. Um, and usually w what happens is one or two, or depending on how many people are on the crew, not everyone is issued knives, you know, sharp objects. They have certain individuals that they're trusted. Like when I was at, in the kitchen in Napa, they only, I, I usually ran the kitchen crew down there because I, the, like, I was the only one out there that's culinary trained, you know, and uh, Mark always loved getting me down there because Mark knew that he could, he, he could just sit in the office and sit on the computer all day. I'd literally cook everything, get the menu, put, tell everybody where to go, what to do, all that stuff. But anyway, um, they would issue them to you, and then they're, they're always numbered. They're marked. They check them. They make sure you, you put them back, and then you, you're always searched. You're searched uh, uh, when you leave your dorm or your cells or wherever you're at. You you leave. You search from there before you go to the kitchen, and then you search, strip search before you come back, always, every time. It uh, doesn't matter where you go. Anytime you go to work. The only time you don't really ever get, like, at least in my experience, the only time I've never been strip searched coming back from any job ever was when I worked for um, – Damien Renault when I had that community resource manager's lead clerk job, which was, matter of fact, that was the best job I ever had, dude. Uh, it will in institution. Um, the, the, the only time we got strips, when I got strip searched, <clears throat> was like if you're coming back from a, a off facility job. Yeah. As, as, uh, as long as you're in the facility, you never get well, searched. Unless. Well, Unless in, they in, think in, you have contraband. Well, in know? the state, state penitentiary, anytime you cross a gate. Yeah. They search you when you come back through that gate. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, and that's and that's what it is. If you're if you stay in the same yard or gate, no, you're not going to get strip searched. Now, like yeah, I said, when, when, when I when I worked for Damien, I went through a gate, but I went through that gate into the quad. Which remember when I told you across the quad from my office was the warden's office? Like we shared the quad and shit, dude. It was fucking great. Yeah. I used to, I'd be walking around through the quad with fucking. Don't get me wrong, I was still behind like ten fences. I had to go through another fence. You'd go through that fence, cut across the parking lot, through another fence. Like it, it's not like I was just outside. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I just right. And they never searched me coming back through there. Matter of fact, they never even searched. I used to walk around with a, a, a folder, a file folder, and like I kept, and it was full of it was paperwork for Damien Renault that I was doing. So I'd take paperwork back and I'd do it over there. And he knew that. He told them that I was carrying stuff back and forth. But I also had a little hustle going on, which was really great, dude. Um, like people do portraits, whether it's drawing or tattoos, right? They do portraits. Portraits is a big business for artists uh, in in the penitentiary, art. right? Yeah, yeah, art, um, art in general, yeah. Uh, now a lot of people always, they, they want a portrait done like their wife or their kid or whatever, your grandma, you know, so they got these pictures. Well, it's usually like a picture and it's like, you know, the face is like, you know, this big. So the artists, you know, they can do it, but they don't, you know, they'd rather have something. So one of the, you know, I so ended up getting a little too, I didn't get a little too blown up. Dude, people come to me all the time. But, um, this one guy came to me because I had access to a copy machine. And so, uh, Freaking, and I learned while I was there with the press of two buttons, I could take your regular three by five picture and I could blow it up to the full size of a regular, a full page of paper exactly in the press of two buttons. I learned how to do that that fast. And so um, I was charging a buck per copy. And uh, so a dollar, I, a dollar in the cans, a lot of money. A lot, dude. That's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, sure. that's, that's four suits. Dude. That's four days worth of food right there. That's a full bag of chips, a meat log. Usually, I, like I, I do, I do three copies for a meat log because those are like two ninety five, and so you know what I'm saying. But it's like, trust me, dudes were coming at me and they'd be like, "Hey, 
can you make me a couple copies of these, dude? And fuck, I'll hook you up. You know, I'll bring five. Trust me, I go make like three, four, five copies of something, and I'd get five, six, seven bucks. Trust me, like I'm eating fat for like almost a week off that. You know what I'm saying? In there, and uh, uh, I had cheese squeeze, cheese squeezes, and all kinds of shit. You know, my locker was full because of this. I stopped buying commissary. Like I, mean, I still get my quarterly packages, but I stopped buying commissary for a minute there, dude. And then it got to the point, you know, like. 15 people like people across the yard people from other fucking other areas because not not the whole yard was let out at a time people from other areas would be fucking coming over to my window hey bro slipping a picture through the window can you make a copy of this for me dude so i'd be over there with like fucking like a stack of pictures like this fucking look make sure nobody's looking like we were only allowed to have ten dollars on your books yeah at, oh, no. at all we could have as much you could you could put 10 million online how much was a package of uh, ramen noodles at that time in that? 25 cents. One pack, 25 cents. 25 cents, eh? Yep. Well, that's yep. not that much more than it was in retail environments, like outside. Uh, well, they're like 33 cents now. Or no, it might be more. Not out, not out here, dude. A pack of top ramen, like, you get like, well, about 33 cents. You get like. You get like five of them for like two fifty or something. No, or, no, you get like two like, for a dollar, three for like a dollar fifty. Really? Yeah, the the five packs or the six packs are like like fucking two two something. It, it's insane. You, buy them, and you can buy them. You can buy them individually for uh, thirty three cents. Every every since that COVID hoax, dude, like the price on everything is like. Yeah. I tr I, w I went to get a haircut. They. They had the surge pricing where it would they would charge like seventy five dollars for a basic man's trim haircut. I don't even have that much hair. Hey, hey, I'm only paying I'm only paying seventy five bucks for the fluff and blow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there better be a happy <laughs> ending for a fucking haircut that much. Uh, all right, so the next one. So obviously, you guys know uh, the relationship between cellmates or cellies. Uh, oh, it's no, it's it's it's. It's, it's, it's it observe real. you have to observe etiquette. There's if you you have to be considerate toward each and other. You always yeah. have your cellies back. If something jumps off yeah. your celly, you better come flying across that yard. You so have this, to. The story goes my brother said a guy across from him had a new cellmate who had gastrointestinal problems and oh. wouldn't stop farting these rancid, horrible farts after the guy told yeah. him repeatedly to stop, not like he could help him. But I assume, So the guy beat the farter to death in their cell with his bare hands. My brother said he had never seen so much blood from one person before. You know, there's plenty of people that I would like to beat death with my <laughs> bare hands. But yeah, I mean, how how can you blame a person for farting, dude? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's not like they choose to fart. Hey, True. You know what? I'm gonna fart as much as I can tonight. Said nobody ever. That shit don't happen. Well, what's know? the ventilation like in a in, in a prison? Well, scene? once again, that it depends. It depends on where you're at, and and you know what I'm saying. Like if you're in San Quentin West Block, there is none. You're inside of a box, a concrete box inside of a building. There is no ventilation, buddy. Um, uh, but, but if if you're at like a nice new institution or something, or uh, a pl a, 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 a federal know. wing, yeah, yeah, I, I imagine I imagine there might be some sort of ventilation. And, and there was now now that 
some institutions, I was going to say, there's a workaround. I got a workaround for this for everybody. If you sit on those toilets and you flush as you fart, it will suck the smell straight down. Uh, they are powerful enough to do it. Those metal, those metal toilets, dude. Trust me. That we used to do a thing where we we it was. It was uh, is, it, is it that called the courtesy flush? Yes, it is basically. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, trust me. Those toilets are fucking powerful. We used to. Um, we used to uh, do jail ha- or, or you know, prison cell skiing, where you fucking uh, you get like, you get like fucking get something little slick on the floor, like some soap or something. Get your floor a little slick, right? You have your one buddy stand over by the toilet, your your celly, and then he drops the end of a blanket in there and it just starts flushing as you hold on to the other end, and the shit will pull you across the whole fucking cell. Wow! Like, crap. Hell yeah, it will. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I recently uh, did a case on my podcast, Human Monsters about this guy who was a member of the Crips. And I, th- I think it might have happened in San Quentin, but I could be wrong. But it was one of the big prisons in California. And at some point, the air conditioning system broke down. And I think it was during summer. And oh, there, was al- there, was almost, there was almost a riot. Like, the inmates, um, they just like, we're going to fuck this place up if you don't fix it. So, yeah. Was it potentially New Corcoran in 2000... Uh, like eleven. It might have been. It was because I was there, bro. And that I shit think, I, think it was, I think it was older than that. I think what he's talking about happened okay. in like ninety four or ninety seven, okay. somewhere around there. Because the same thing happened um in New Corcoran in two thousand eleven. The fucking the units broke. Uh, dude, it was like it was like a hundred and two inside there with like ninety four percent humidity. Oh my God! That's it was dude, we we were dripping, and uh, they I mean fuck dude it, it was dude it was like a hundred outside and it felt better you know what I'm saying so we'd go out like they were, you know they let us outside a lot it was the best they could do but yeah shit almost fucking really went off over there I remember this one time dude it, it was it was uh, I remember one time this fucking race riot almost kicked off between all the races um, in West Block dude. Um, I remember we're sitting there and you can always tell when it's about to jump because the northerners do this thing. They post up in all four – they start posting up in all four corners. And then so as soon as we saw that, all the whites went over and grouped up. Well, no, we saw the blacks started grouping up in their corner. So that's what, that's when my buddy's like, hey, hey, we got to go over here. So we went whites. Pretty soon everyone's Mexican. Everyone, and then we're all just sitting there just staring. Like I'm sitting there and I have to – I swear to God, like a tumbleweed rolls by. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's not the part of California – that part of California doesn't have a desert climate, right? Uh, San Quentin, no. San Quentin's right on the bay. Um, now, uh, North North Bay. It's on the northern side of San Francisco, um, up more by like Marin and stuff. But it does touch bay water. You're you're muted, Jason. You're muted, Jason. There you go. Thank you. Uh, it's it's in San Rafael. San Rafael, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, San Quentin's its own actual town. Oh, I see. It, yeah. The prison yeah, well, is a town. Well, yeah. they have a they have a post. Well, no, office. no, no. It is San Quentin, California. It's its own town. It has a, it oh. has a post office, it has a police station, it has a fire department, it has its own zip code. Um, believe me, trust yeah. me, I know. It is San Quentin is its own town. Um, the entire inst- it's it's got its all it's got everything in it that that class, classifies as a town. Uh, <laughs> just like believe it or not, did you know that technically the Napa State Grounds is its own town? Technically. Well, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's it's got it's got all that same stuff too, and it's on zip code and everything. Damn.
So this this next story involves a pretty horrifying uh, form of torture. Uh, so it goes, I did a four-month stint in Kajang, Malaysia. This Nigerian dude used to prefer, uh, sorry, used to pilfer from other cells. This Malay gang found him and dipped his hand in boiling oil, basically deep-fried in, in while it was still attached to him. That scream, it still curdles my blood. Poor guy was reduced to an unconscious pool of blood, sweat, tears, vomit, shit, and piss. He lost more than his hand on that day. Can you imagine the pain? If my hand got boiled, I think I would shit myself. Yeah. Now, now check this out. I can almost imagine it. Me being a chef that I have. Yeah, you've had hot oil. I've, oh, I've, 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 I've seen I've, the I've, horror stories about yeah, dudes I've, that actually put their hand in deep fryers, dude. Oh, my God. Okay, and that's in and out. I've, I'm about to get to that. I've accidentally got oil all over me plenty of times. Um, yeah. And there's been, on more than one occasion, tips of fingers. Shit. I've actually gotten in there as I'm, as I'm, you know, dipping or doing things. Shop owner Prem Singh has become known for plucking fried fish from a vat of boiling hot oil using just his bare hands. Uh, trust me, it really does suck. And the worst thing about oil, which makes it so much worse than water, is, is you can't get it off. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, too. You can't get it off. Once it's on there, it's there. You can't. It doesn't. You can't just wipe it off. You can't just rinse it. Off. You pour. You rinse water on it. Water's just gonna brush right off it, dude. You know what I'm saying? They don't mix. So, oil. That's what makes it so much worse. Is once it's there, it's it's there, bud. And yeah, I mean, so I've had. I I can. I, I can't. Re, I guess I can almost relate. Like I can understand. Uh, but to actually have your full hand submerged and held in there. No, no, that's that's a whole different level. The world of pain. Of, of you know, trust me, it hurts when you dip yeah. your pinky in there. Trust me, it sucks when you dip your pinky in there. But uh, I pulled it back out, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's not like I left it there. Those white coats. My, that finger's protect... getting, my finger's getting hot thinking about it right now, dude. Well, it, it, it kind of puts a whole new meaning to the whole thing of uh, just the tip. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that, yeah. That, that'll go straight to the bone. Your bones will be... He's exposed guess, yeah, you know, easily. You're right. Yeah, it would, dude. And I guess so he's lucky that uh, they didn't yeah. put his fucking junk in there, dude. Fuck. Those white, those white coats that professional chefs wear that button across, does that yeah. protect you really well from that? Like, are they really... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chef coats will protect you from oil splash, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at least, uh, at least the kind coat, I always get. It's kind of I always co get. Chef coats are actually thick. Yeah, they're... they're, they're it's not... Heavy. It's not thin, yeah. Um... Yeah, I love and them, dude. I miss people, learning. People do black them. now. Traditionally, they do white just so you can see that you're clean. But uh, I, I do black so you can't see that I'm dirty. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, due to the laziness in our current culture, people it use black It has nothing to do with laziness. It's just shit gets on there, man. Like, it happens. You know, it, it does. The only does. reason Gordon Ramsay's white all the time, you guys, because he changes his jacket. Okay. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. All right. He puts a new one I on. I love him. He is the best there is, the best there, there was, the best there ever will be. But the, I'm telling you, they that's all another show jackets, right there. Dude, okay? yeah, that's another all, show right all those super big chefs, they've got 500 jackets in the back. Oh, yeah. And yeah. as soon as they're done cooking, they just put on another one and then they bring the food out. Did you have to wear like a chef's hat or a hairnet or anything? Uh, no, no, hairnet. no, not hairnet. always. 
I've never really had to often, um, but I do on purpose. I like to wear them myself. I wear um, – where's I have one sitting around right here, actually. I always had to wear hairnets when I was working in the kitchen. And it was it was funny because like all the Mexicans they always wore hairnets all the time and shit back then. Yeah, they did. Here it is. Here it is. So I, so I just kind of blended in. So I wear one of these. Oh yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like the pirate hat type thing. Skull cap. Skull, oh, yeah. skull cap. Yeah, I've always worn those. Um, and I always get the ones that match my pants because I wear chef pants anytime in the kitchen. And then I wear the black shirt, uh, the black jacket, short sleeve, black jacket. Um, and I always buy my own. And I always dress like that. That's how I always that's how I always did it. And if I ever went back to a kitchen again, it's precisely how I dress again. I actually don't feel comfortable in a kitchen unless I, I want an apron. I want kitchen towels. I need two kitchen towels on my apron. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, and, a, and a sharp knife. Uh, there's nothing, knife. There's uh, nothing I, worse than going into nope, a kitchen nope. and having a dull-ass fucking nope. knife. I hate that, bro. I need a sharp knife. Um, I, uh, I, I need my steel, right? Um, and then I need I need a couple pens, a uh, uh, Sharpie, um, and then a, a thermometer, bro. I need all those right here up on my sleeve. Uh, if I don't yeah. have all that stuff, dude, I, I'm just – I'm not ready for battle. I'm, I'm not, I don't, that's my armor. That's my battle gear. You know what I'm saying? And then I put, I, that, I, put that pirate I do, hat on. I, 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 <laughs> I do it in an apron, a little bit different, like the same the same things you said, Ray. But I, I put them in my I, I, I put them in my I don't need I don't I don't need on my shoulders. I need that I, shit, dude. Ready to rock? It, Let's go. Put it in my pouches. Dude, you just like sticking things in your pouch, bro. That's all it is. I am somewhat marsupial. Uh. <laughs> What's next, my friend? Yeah. But I don't want to leave. Prison is the best. Smoke a lot of weed and get really fucking stoned. Yeah.